Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Nate and Friends. And on this episode of the podcast or show, I have a clip for you guys. It's a little audio clip, and it's basically just going to talk about Bill Gates. I know there's been so many questions about, did Bill Gates create the coronavirus? I mean, it's just kind of weird. You have a guy who uh, holds his company, or, or rather holds a patent to a coronavirus. He stepped down as CEO of Microsoft. He's all about vaccines and getting cards, and just it feels like he's all about controlling the uh, people. So I just want to play something for you guys, and I hope that you guys listen to it. I hope you enjoy it. I appreciate all the people who listen to the podcast. I appreciate all the people who like it, listen to it, download it. Um, it's super, super appreciated. Uh, if you haven't already and you want to watch some videos, you can head over to my YouTube channel. Uh, just go to YouTube and search up Nate and Friends. So Nate and Friends, not Nate and Friends, Nate and Friends. And you guys will be able to watch the videos to some of the audio that you guys hear. Uh, but I don't want to take too long and I don't want to keep on ranting and, and going on and on and on because I'll get carried away like I usually do. So I want to get this out for you guys and I'm going to get you guys going right now. It goes without saying that the coronavirus is a huge global issue. And whenever big worrying events like this one happen, it inevitably leads to mass speculation and ultimately disinformation. We recently did a video on the myths surrounding the coronavirus and dedicated one to why Brits are burning down 5G masts. But that's far from the only conspiracy theory lurking online. Another theory that's emerged recently questions the role of Bill Gates in this crisis. So in this video, we'll take a look at whether Bill Gates is really lurking in the shadows trying to capitalise from this crisis, as well as discussing what Gates' relationship is with this outbreak. Now the second richest person on earth, according to Forbes, with a net worth in excess of $103 billion. And he's now become the target of a number of stories surrounding this crisis all of which apparently stemmed from a Reddit Ask Me Anything, where he was asked what changes are going to be necessary to allow businesses to operate in this coronavirus environment. His reply was what kicks all of this off. Eventually, we're going to have some digital certificate to show who has recovered or been tested recently, or when we have a vaccine, who has received it. Some took digital certificates to mean some sort of microchip, allowing Gates to track everyone who's had the vaccine, leading to a thunderstorm of speculation and disinformation claiming that Gates had engineered a virus in order to microchip everyone. A recent Instagram post from Gates became a fountain of allegations, with many saying no to his vaccine, as well as claims that Gates is achieving population reduction through the virus, with people suggesting that Gates may have ulterior motives in his further defence of the World Health Organization. For the avoidance of any doubt, Gates has never proposed a microchip strategy, nor is it even possible in the way that some theorists suggest. Dr. Benjamin, executive director of the American Public Health Association, told BuzzFeed News that he was not aware of a microchip small enough to be injected in a vaccine, and that the whole idea of immunization certificates is not really the idea of a nanoparticle. Back in reality, Matt Hancock announced at the end of 2018 that the personal child health record, more commonly known as the Red Book, which records all vaccinations of children in the UK, would become digital, and in effect, become a digital certificate of vaccinations. So this is clearly what Gates meant, rather than some form of microchip. Some have also suggested that Gates owns the patent for the virus, 
In a series of Facebook posts, people claimed that Purbright Institute in Surrey, which received some funding from the Gates Foundation, holds the patent for the virus, specifically patent US 101-30701. To their credit, the Institute does hold a patent on a coronavirus. Issue being, the patent's actually for an avian coronavirus, a virus affecting the likes of chickens and pigs, not humans. And the patent also has nothing to do with this instance of the coronavirus. The virus explored in the patent being IBV and not, we repeat, not SARS-CoV-2. Nonetheless, this has all gained traction for two main reasons. Gates' status as one of the richest people alive and his history with vaccination programs and existing disinformation. Through his foundation and together with his wife Melinda Gates, Bill has been a major advocate for vaccination programs globally for a number of years. In 1998, they first established a $100 million program, the Bill and Melinda Gates Children's Vaccine Program, to accelerate access to new vaccines for children in developing countries. This long-term support for vaccinations made him somewhat of a target for all types of disinformation. A Facebook post shared thousands of times went further, with claims that the foundation Gates Heads Up tested a polio vaccine in India between 2000 and 2017, which went on to paralyse 496,000 children. PolitiFact dug down into this post and found it to originate with the nephew of former President John F. Kennedy and was subsequently covered by a pro-Trump website that's been known to publish misinformation. PolitiFact was also unable to find any credible reports of these alleged nearly half a million paralysed children due to a Gates vaccination. So instead, what has Bill Gates actually been up to on the vaccine front? Well, Gates has actually been pushing for greater preparation for viruses and diseases for a long time. As we already touched on, in 1998, he started his work through the Children's Vaccination Programme. Then, in 2015, Bill Gates did a TED talk on the very topic of a possible outbreak of disease, simply titled, The Next Outbreak, We're Not Ready. Anything kills over 10 million people in the next few decades, it's most likely to be a highly infectious virus rather than a war. Now, part of the reason for this is that we've invested a huge amount in nuclear deterrence. But we've actually invested very little in a system to stop an epidemic. Talking in the aftermath of the Ebola outbreak, Gates highlights a number of key missing pieces, a lack of data, a lack of medical personnel, and no one to figure out what tools should be used for treatment. In 2017, he warned the Munich Security Conference that whether it occurs by quirk of nature or at the hand of a terrorist, epidemiologists say that a fast-moving airborne pathogen could kill more than 30 million people in less than a year. And they say that there is a reasonable probability that the world will experience such an outbreak in the next 10 to 15 years. In another interview with The Times, conducted in February 2019 and published on Friday, Gates says that the only thing that keeps me up at night is the thought of a pandemic. It's been nearly 100 years since we had a huge flu pandemic. People travel more today, so the speed of spread would be faster. If you had a respiratory transmitted disease, the numbers could be horrific. And since then, and since his prediction has come true, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has pledged some $250 million to fighting the virus. 
In a 13-page article titled Pandemic 1, The First Modern Pandemic, he sets out the issues we've had with this current coronavirus crisis, ranging from the exponential growth and whether we've overreacted to certain other questions that need to be answered in a response effort. The questions he raises include whether the disease is seasonal, what proportion of people are asymptomatic, the fundamental symptoms that indicate that you should get tested, which activities cause the most risk, and who is the most susceptible. When it comes to vaccines, he stresses, short of a miracle treatment, which we can't count on, the only way to return the world to where it was before Covid showed up is a highly effective vaccine that prevents the disease. Unfortunately, the typical development time for a vaccine against a new disease is over five years, including making the candidate vaccine, testing it in animals, the three phases of safety testing, and the final regulatory approval. So far from being the virus's origin, or some shady figure during the crisis, Gates is focusing on how he can put his knowledge and wealth to good use to get a grip on the crisis. Gates's sobering analysis has been useful for many, with the billionaire repeatedly reiterating that developing and distributing a vaccine may be far harder than some people think. Gates even suggests that we should be strategizing for vaccine distribution ahead of time, in order to get the most effective results saying that when a vaccine is being manufactured, ideally, there'll be a global agreement about who should get the vaccine first. But given how many competing interests there are, this is unlikely to happen. The governments that provide the funding, the governments where the trials are run, and the places where the pandemic are worst, will all make the case that they should get priority. The long and short of it is that Gates and his foundation have been a positive force for global medicine and he's already thinking about the next stages of this outbreak. As the Times puts it, unlike billionaires such as Jeff Bezos, who have benefited from Amazon's role in the world's lockdown, or Sir Richard Branson, who has demanded a bailout for his business, Mr Gates' sole mission is to take on the virus and win. Anything else is a distraction. I don't like to multitask. He doesn't want gratitude. He wants annihilation. In the moment since recording this audio, Gates has announced that his entire foundation, which has endowments totaling over $40 billion, will be focusing its full attention on the coronavirus. What do you think about this whole situation? Do you think that Gates is doing a good job in handling the crisis? Do you think that it's the role of billionaires to step up at times like these, or should it be left to the government? Be sure to comment your thoughts below, 